Welcome to the Raw Reality Podcast. We are your hosts, Tori and Lily. Two best friends navigating their way through their health and fitness journey while bringing you a vibrant energy. Come along on our Raw Reality. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've been through. Why you got scars. Hello guys and welcome back to episode 12 of the Raw Reality Podcast. I hope you had an incredible weekend setting the vibes for this Monday. Start fresh week, new start, let's go. Love it. Hello guys. Just uh, quietly, when you say when you say hello, it reminds me of when the garage band stuffed up and all I can hear is like the high pitch, hello guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Alvin and the chipmunks. If anyone saw my story when we had that issue, like, oh, oh. it wasn't a time, but no, it's okay. No. Tanya, shout out to Tanya for, for fixing that. Oh, that was not an episode I wanted to redo, so I'm very happy <laughs> she fixed it, but that was very funny. <laughs> it was funny. All right. Oh, All right. Today, we are having a little chat about anxiety, so also a little trigger warning as well. Um, Lily and I both have dealt with a lot of anxiety um, over the last couple of years, more so Probably for you, more so in the last few months. Yeah. yeah. I go through different types of anxiety in different ways mm. in my life. Yeah. 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 And then mine would probably be more so a couple of years ago when I was going through a bit of anxiety and depression. And then now it's kind of up and down, but nowhere near as bad as it used to. So I'll probably speak on a bit more like to that back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am excited to have this conversation and to bring more awareness and kind of just to give you guys some tips and tricks and hopefully it may help. Yeah, and just to also like preface that you're not alone if you are feeling these things, especially in the world we live in today. I feel like it is so normal to feel this way with all the external pressures we have on ourselves and the comparing through social media and just all these different things. So sometimes mm. it just helps to realize that you're not alone and you're not the only one going through it. A hundred percent. And I think like since starting this ep- this uh, podcast, I've had so many messages of people who have found me through the podcast or through YouTube mm. or whatever it may be. And I've just like, since starting the podcast, the DMs that have come through has amplified. And it's just so great that we can use this platform to dive deeper into everything that we love and like we love to talk on and to just be able to like connect with you guys on another level. Yeah. And that's literally why it's called the raw reality because it's our lives and we just explain our lives to you in a raw, real way. It's (laughs) such a good name. I'm so proud of that. (laughs) I know. Same. (laughs) All right. All right. Hit us off with your R&R, please. Okay. My R&R for today. I've had like a very up and down roller coaster week. Like we've chatted through this. We know how I'm feeling. But this (laughs) morning I woke up and I was I was like determined to have a good day because I just haven't feeling been feeling great. It's been really like up and down. Like my mood swings are crazy. So I was like, no, nah, today is going to be a good day. I went to work with a positive mindset. Like when I go to bed, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, like I got to get up before I'm going to be so tired. But I went to bed and I was like, no, you're going to have a good day. It's going to be good classes. We're going to get shit done basically. So went to work with a good attitude, felt good. Um, Work was really fun this morning. I loved it. Good classes, which always helps. Um, and then I also made sure that today is my rest day and it's also a self-care day. I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself to get things done. As soon as I have a rest day from the gym, like that's kind of my vibe to really take care of myself. So I've also had a productive morning though. So it's kind of like been a really good balance. Um, and as soon as I take that pressure off myself, I tend to get more things done I don't know how it works, but it works. So I have for this podcast recording, 
I've had a hot girl shower. I shaved my legs. I washed my hair. I did my skincare and I exfoliated off all my tan. And then after this, I have a myo appointment and then I will put some fresh fake tan on tonight. Stroke my hair just like to feel good because sometimes you just need that like personal freshen up to just like, I don't know, boost the self-confidence a little bit um, and just feel a lot better in yourself. So I don't know. I just really Love. trying to focus on self-care today um, to make myself feel a little bit better. So that has been my R&R for the week. What is yours? Tell us a bit about your weekend coming up. It's very exciting. I'm keen for yeah. you. <laughs> it is. Um, my week this week has kind of just been really trying to focus on me. I've had a few things bottle up and I kind of broke down last night I had a bit of a teary at like 10 p.m which I'm usually well and fast asleep isn't that like the middle of your night (laughs) yeah literally um and it was kind of good I feel like I haven't cried in a while and it was honestly nice like I don't know if anyone else has felt that before but you know when like not that I've not felt okay but I think I've just been pushing things aside because I'm there's a few uncertain things going on towards the end of the year and I can't really look into any way that it's going to pan out because I genuinely don't know and it's yep. a kind of wait and see what happens whatever's meant to be will be but I've kind of been pushing my feelings aside and last night I was like I can't do this anymore yeah. and I just broke down and I felt really good this morning I woke up I was like mm, I'm fine <laughs> yeah sometimes you need a good cry like I try and force myself to cry sometimes because I'm like you're feeling yeah. all these emotions just let it out and so you cry just it's like a weight lifted off your shoulder it's like wow that yeah. was dramatic but I feel better but it's also not dramatic yeah. it's valid but yeah <laughs> it's valid yeah my mum used to say all the time you just need a good cry you'll be fine yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. like yeah you're right yeah um so yeah and this weekend I was tossing up going to Melbourne because my acro coach through my whole life has just had her fourth baby and her kids mm. are like my little children and it's killing me not being able to get there and see her yet. She was born two weeks ago and I just can't wait to see her and hold her. And oh, I just can't wait. Yeah. But flights are just ridiculous at the moment. And I have been traveling so, so much. And I feel like I just need a weekend for me. And mm. we do have public holiday tomorrow. So, well, from when we're recording. But yeah. I have my whole hot girl weekend planned. So I'm just going to uh, quickly read that to yes, you. Yes, bring up the list. Read it out. All right. It sounds amazing. Hot girl weekend loading. I've This is just a list of what I want to do. And yeah. I don't know how it's going to look, but it's just things I want to take off. So yeah. I want to do the Burley Hill Walk. I want to, I've got a soak bathhouse voucher from my amazing boyfriend, Jackson. I, of course, want to go to Rafiki and get the best acai bowl in Gold Coast. I do need to wash my car inside and out, which I won't do myself. I'll get it done. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've locked in a studio shoot with Annabelle on Saturday, which I'm keen for. I've got Sunday morning markets. I think we're doing a girls' dinner Sunday night at our place. Me and Liv are doing a GYG and high school musical night tomorrow <gasps> night. Oh, tonight. No, wait, tomorrow night. Yeah. Stop. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and then I just have to edit vlog and create content um, just for a few collaborations. Okay. And this morning, I actually sorted through my Spotify and did new hot girl playlist, which I'm going to share with you guys once it's done. And like beautiful, like aesthetic photos and like, oh. I was excited. <laughs> yes, that is a big vibe and definitely something you need because Tori messaged me and she was like, should I come to Melbourne? I don't know what to do. And like, obviously I really want to see her and I miss her, but I was like, you know yeah. what? I don't think come to Melbourne. Like I really think you need a weekend to stay at home and to refresh and like just reset because you're being like, go, go, go. And I think you're burning mm. like the stick. Oh, what's the, what's the thing? What's burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, that's the one. And you're about to I'm go into that. like yeah. a burnout phase. So I was like, you need a reset. Yeah. 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 
So this is what we're doing Amazing. and I'm happy about it. Is that shoot with Annabelle yeah. that um, the new like small gym you sent me? Is that the one? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's going to be I'm sick. really excited. It's yeah. super cute and like can get a bit of like fitness and like, you know, lifestyle. normal content. Yeah. yeah. Lifestyle. That's the word. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Love King. it. Sounds good. I'm actually right. excited for my weekend as well. I just want to, I have like, it's definitely not that type of vibe, but it's still like pretty fun. I'm going to the gym, obviously Saturday morning. And then my sister's footy grand final, she's playing in. Um, and then I'm going to see ha- yes. um, Hairspray the musical on Saturday night. That is That will be so fun. Yeah. I'm really is that excited. Is you going with your mum? Now I'm going with my school friends. Oh, cute. Love yeah, that. So I'm really keen for that. And then Sunday I have like a posing group lesson and my friend is down from Brisbane. So we're like catching up for lunch and we'll see her. So That's yeah, right. also another, like yeah. a wholesome weekend, but also like kind of busy doing stuff. But yeah, I think, I think we're going to yeah, go we both into the that. new week fresh. Yeah, me too. And I have, cause it's public holiday Friday. I have Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, oh, which is normal, beautiful. but I actually have an extra day. Yeah. Yeah. She's excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving into our recommendations. I'll take this oh one God, away yeah. first because I have this every single night without fail. I might stuff mm. up the saying, but I don't know what the brand is called, but I'm pretty sure it's Jahara. Oh, yeah. And it's the hot chocolate. Oh. It's 47 calories. Now, look, don't look at the ingredients list. We don't care what's in it. All we care about <laughs> is that it is low calories and it tastes amazing. Um, so a lot of people like recommend the Avalanche hot chocolate, which is again, low cal, but I don't like that one as much. I really find the Jahara one is much, I don't know. It just tastes much more chocolatey. You can like froth milk mm. and put it in that as well. It's what my sister does, but I literally just boil the kettle, pour hot water in it and just drink it. And it is so good. And I have it every single night. Like, it's my favorite, especially in winter, like through summer, I kind of like go off it. But at the moment, oh, loving it. Loving it. So definitely recommend Absolutely. you just get it from like Coles or Woolies, which is like in a sachet, but it's so yum. So yum. Yours is a bit more. Yeah. I was going to say on the back of that, you oh, could yeah. get the Naked Harvest Moon Milk, which is absolutely delicious. I'm not sure of the calories. Sorry, I guys, but it's could. beautiful. I actually really need to try that. It was on sale the other day. I should have got it. Or apparently Adrenal Switch is also good in the hot chocolate flavor because that also has like magnesium and helps like all your adrenals before going to bed. So people actually mm. recommend that So one. does, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so does Moon Milk's got magnesium. And I'm like a huge magnesium fan. Yeah. So if you want to go time. like wholesome, healthy, go Tori's vibe. If you want to go like low-cal, <laughs> don't really care what's in it vibe, go mine. <laughs> and if you want to try the Naked Harvest, use my code Tori's story. Thanks. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, my recommendation this week is masterclasses. Now, I feel like the more I dive into this sort of, industry I guess you could say the more I'm like oh my god there's always things happening there's always masterclasses being launched and it's like such an awesome industry because I feel like if you're right into like personal development and growth or business or mindset or fitness like there's so much out there now and it's not until you like literally tap into that world that you're like wow there's actually so much yeah. do you want to explain so what a masterclass is because like if you just told me that I'd be like like dancing masterclass like yeah yeah explain <laughs> so a little bit what it essentially, is essentially there's a lot of online trainers coaches now who are obviously stepping into online online space because that's kind of the way we are heading in Um, and each and every coach that I've come across is different, like whether it's fitness or mindset or coach, uh, sorry, business mindset, fitness, um, 
there's mentoring. all sorts and it's yeah. kind of yeah mentoring and it's kind of the avenue that whatever you want to go down essentially um so if you're like a personal trainer and you feel like you're ready to level up your business there are now so many masterclasses out there that you can attend and like obviously like a lot of them start at pre-sale price and eventually up the prices and a masterclass essentially is like a one to two hour class online on zoom um and the coach will just run the class and go through it depending on what they're feeling each masterclass is different but you would find one that obviously suits you and for what you're looking for and I've now done three because I'm like very new to the space and it's something Mm. that I am definitely looking into hosting as well and it's just incredible I think like the the more people you can learn from the better oh absolutely and I wasn't really like a mindset person until I started like kind of diving into space and like we found friends in the industry as well and like I've done I've done like one, uh, two masterclasses and currently in like a mentor like master program at the moment for 30 days and it just like amazes me how much growth I still have to do and how much I have grown just from these particular classes and you may think that you're not taking much from it but then like give yourself some time to like dive mm. deeper journal like really think about what they're saying and you're like wow I actually took that on board Wow, I can actually apply this here and I just find that like my this again like Tori said there's multiple different avenues you can go down I'm pretty sure like Riley and Taylor's like like Riley's more like business mentor and then Taylor's more like social media mentor and then I saw like Chloe Bromridge mm. is now like self-confidence mentor as well. Hers is like about yeah. confidence and self-esteem and all that type of stuff. So depending like what avenue you want to go down, you can literally find your like niche and thrive off it. There's so many out there. And a lot of them too, when you sign up, you've got lifetime access to that masterclass. So you can go back and watch mm. it anytime, which is incredible. Yeah, they're really good. I do recommend as well. Let's get yeah. into the episode. Sounds good. Let's start with... Kind of, let's go into our journeys to start off with. Do you want to take this one away? Because you started a lot earlier than me experiencing anxiety. So just tell us a bit about how like Mm -hmm. you grew up with it and dive into that a bit more. Yeah. So mine probably didn't really come on until 2018. And you guys have heard the story, whether it's on the podcast or YouTube or my Instagram, but I went through a lot coming out of the world championships, injuring my back, um, going through a bad breakup and all of those stemmed my anxiety and depression. I would probably say I was struggling more so with depression at the time and it got really quite bad. And then I guess post moving, like moving out of the depression kind of when my anxiety would come in because you've been in such a deep, dark place that your mind is so anxious about going back and the triggers and like not wanting to go back into that space. And it's like, it is very hard to navigate when, I guess back then to speak up is like not not okay like does that make sense like you're almost frowned yeah, upon no, to I say especially agree. in like the gymnastics industry like mm. you look weak if you're saying I'm not okay I need help or I'm struggling yeah. like that's just what you've grown up with and like doing you're essentially that. programmed to operate like a robot in that like sort of field yeah like you go in you do your shit and then you leave yeah and again, like, like there's no emotional support. Yeah. And from like my coach's perspective, like they were coached by Russians. So like you could imagine like mm. what we felt, they felt tenfold. So it's not yeah. necessarily their fault, but that's what they've been taught. So then they just teach on to us. So yeah. 
it was a very um, difficult situation and I was kind of the first one to go through it all. So upon my retirement in 2019 was kind of, I realized how bad I was. Like a few points there, I was suicidal and I was genuinely lost within every avenue of my life. And I Mm. finally found the courage to speak up and actually say that I'm not okay. And like, I genuinely need help and I need people around me to help me get through this or I don't think I will. Um, Mm. And so I kind of went through the whole process of speaking to like my coaches and my mom. And I guess like I kind of lost a lot of things at once where I lost my ex-partner who I was with for you know, X amount of years. And then I retired from Acro, which I've done since I was like six years old. So I lost a lot within the space of, I don't know, a year or two. And it's like, that was all I knew. And now I had to kind of read, literally redesign my life and figure out who I was without those two things attached to me. And it was a very big shift in every aspect of my life, like emotionally, physically. Um, There was a good six months there that is honestly like complete blur. Like I actually don't remember what Mm. happened. I had no training. I had no work. I was just trying to be better, like get better. Um, Literally taking it day by day. Yeah. Um, So it was quite a blur, but it was was a dark time. But I also wouldn't change it, like I've said before, because I have learned so much and I am now able to pass this on to the kids that I teach or the people that come into Mm. my world because I believe that this is what I've been put on the earth to do. So it like it was obviously super hard, but it was also, I don't know if this sounds weird, but like a beautiful transformational. Journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I guess coming out of that was just a lot of anxiety around the whole situation and all the triggers that have come from being in that place. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it feels like all of a sudden it it doesn't just leave. Like you can grow, you can transform into like this incredible human, but at the same time, like you still have anxiety like attached to you like it doesn't just leave it doesn't just disappear like some people will be like oh you're cured because now you have like a good life like it still comes in waves mm. it still like comes and goes just because yeah. you're at the point in your life where you are now it doesn't mean that you still don't experience all these things not on an everyday basis but of course it still comes up but now that you are a lot older and you've been through it you know how to navigate your way through it as much as you can yeah and I think I started through this journey of 2018 and it probably came all the way through until 2021, like middle of 2021, I would say. Mm -hmm. And it's taken so, so much. And even just as we were writing notes on this episode, it made me realize how far I've actually come and how I actually don't really go through any waves of depression anymore. And it's like, it's really nice to be able to reflect on that and, because even though I had overcome so much in that time, there would still be periods where I would be really, really dark and I would just get all up in my head and create a scenario out of little things that I would make big things. Whereas mm-hmm. now I'm surrounded by yeah. such beautiful people, good friendships, good connections and really supportive people that I actually don't ever get those feelings anymore. Yes, I still struggle with anxiety mm-hmm. in different areas, but the depression as such is... I'm not going to say completely gone, but I have worked through that so much of seeing psychologists and just speaking completely open about it. And when I did open up on social media, I think my first YouTube video was 2019 at the end. Um, That that felt like as soon as I posted that video, I literally sat there and I was like, oh, like, wow. Mm. I, I don't really care the response. I've put that out there and I know that there's other people feeling that. And I can now just keep sharing yeah. the journey. 
yeah I literally was about to say something and just like <laughs> we love doing that see you later. yeah <laughs> um I was gonna say I don't know <laughs> it's gone <laughs> I really just lost my train of thought um it's you gone. speak on your experiences <laughs> okay yeah so kind of like there we go so I can remember people have like different types of anxiety and that's a thing that I learned growing up I didn't quite experience anxiety my sisters had it Mm. and they both their triggers were completely different my middle sister like hers was more a depression anxiety and then my youngest sister she has like hers is more behavioral Mm -hmm. anxiety different types of like stresses like perfectionism as well um and they've both worked through that and like it's been incredible like watching their journey and how much they've transformed and how my parents kind of had to like they didn't know what anxiety was when like my sisters were diagnosed with it essentially like they just didn't understand what they were feeling so my parents also had to go to the psychologist with them and to Mm. like their psychologist would just speak with my parents to help them guide how to grow like my sisters up and help them rather than just like completely not validate how they're feeling um and I think that's like a really important thing as well is trying your best to understand how someone else feels not just being like oh you'll feel fine just like get on with your day that was just like something that popped into my my mind then but growing up like I didn't really experience much anxiety through my early years it was more as soon as I finished school I broke up with my boyfriend we went through like a year-long break I started uni all my friends had like moved countries like literally moved to America Germany like away to college sports um and I just like felt really lost and I wasn't liking the degree I was doing at the time at uni and it was more of a lost not sure the direction of my like future heading and I'm sure so many people can relate Mm. to that um and I definitely was not diagnosed my anxiety was not at a point where I needed help or anything it was more just like I had to be open with the people around me and kind of like navigate how I was feeling then kind of I found my feet a little bit I moved to Adelaide and now my anxiety is a little bit different it kind of just like comes and goes in waves and I don't know what triggers it I'm still trying to figure that out as much as I can all of a sudden like I'll just be cooking dinner and then all of a sudden I have like the tightest chest I feel like I can't breathe my heart rate goes up and I just feel like oh my god like what is happening to Mm. me um and then like it lasts a few hours and then it goes away so I'm still trying to like like navigate how I'm feeling through that all but it's definitely through stressing myself out about the future um about what I'm doing just like overwhelming myself and I think that's kind of like what we're both feeling at the moment is anxiety about the future what we're doing we're not doing enough like if we just keep reminding each other every day we're still so young and we have so many years ahead to grow and develop a lot more but this is where like I kind of I'm like oh it's not anxiety though everyone experiences this but it is like I still have all those feelings like I have the tight chest all that Mm. sort of thing so it's just at the moment like kind of like guiding my way is how yeah, I feel. and I guess we yeah. are like leveling up in every area and we are surrounding ourselves with more you know high level people of self-development and business and everything so it gets really easy to mm. compare ourselves because we are heading in that direction but there some of our friends are already there and that's where we want to be and it's so yeah. easy to get caught up in that yeah. but it's like hey we just got interested into interested introduced into this world yeah. um And it's going to take time. But like at the end of the day, we know what we want for our future and I know what it's going to look like. It's just a matter of, you know, taking it day by day and doing a thing every day to help me get there. 
Yeah. And a lot of like through your 20s is like like riddled with anxiety because you're comparing like you're like let's say where I'm 23 and I have some friends getting engaged some people with kids as as well people are pregnant but then I also have some people who are still working at a cafe or they're studying at uni or then they've moved college like to America Mm. or they're still getting drunk on a Saturday night eating chicken nuggets like everyone is such at a different point in their lives and you cannot compare your like again but like we said a few episodes ago your chapter three to someone else's chapter 20 because you're thriving in other areas of life and where they're still guiding their way through that part so I like mm-hmm. what I really helps me is whenever I start to get anxiety about I'm not doing enough or like someone's bought a house I don't have close to enough savings to buy a house is all the memories that I have made and everything I have done in my like past years who like that has developed like to what I am today and mm. like maybe they've like been working their way all those years to just buy that house and they don't have all the memories I have but in comparison I don't have the money to buy a house but I have made all these incredible mer- memories and traveled the world a few times so you've just got yep. to like really not compare yourselves to yeah. other people and just like remember that there is no rule book like everything looks different yes. like that's one of my favorite sayings like there's no rule book of life there's no step like step process like it's literally however you want it to look and whatever reality you want to create like you can do that yourself mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly. I think as well sorry I with uh, anxiety like it's so important to do the deep work on the childhood trauma because I there's so many things now that I deal with and I'm like oh that's actually because of this and that's actually because of that when I was four years old and it's really cool to be able to look back and mm. you know understand where the trigger is coming from in terms of like I am such an organized like over organized freak like sometimes too organized to myself that I stress myself out and it's like Mm. looking back I have to you know I have to be on time I have to be organized I have to write lists looking back growing up my mum wasn't so organized and she was always late to things (laughs) and it's like I felt the stress of like if I was, you know, at a sleepover and I had to be picked up by 12 and mum was running late, I would, I would get so stressed and I'm like, oh my God, like, I feel so bad, mum, you're meant to be here by 12. I told you this, like, and we'd fight all the time about it. And it's like growing up, I'm like, I always have to be on time. Otherwise it's going to put other people out. And it's like that people pleasing. Cause I'm like, I've put so many people out back when I was younger. I'm like, I can't do that anymore. But it's like just relating those things back to childhood and, or early teens. And it's like, okay that actually makes sense as to why I feel triggered by this. Wow, that's yeah. so interesting. I have not done enough like deep work into that and I feel like I really need to dive mm. into that more because like <clears throat> sitting here now, I'm like, I don't have any childhood trauma. Like I had a great childhood, but it's not necessarily trauma as well. It's just the way you have been brought up and different aspects that like have affected you, not for the worst, but like in different ways. Um, so I feel like I yeah, really need can, to dive into it that It literally more. can look That's like, so interesting. you know, a lot of parents say to kids, money doesn't grow on trees. Like, and some kid can attach an emotion yeah. to that. And as growing up, they'll be like, money doesn't grow on trees. Like I have to be careful of what I spend and I have to make this amount and I have to make this to be able to buy mm-hmm. this. And it can just be the smallest little thing. And it's like, it like they'll straight away just attach it to an emotion. And until years later, they don't figure that out. And it's like, okay that actually I don't need to put any in energy into that because it's not true oh obviously money doesn't grow on trees wow, but that's so interesting because now thinking <laughs> but you that, know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> my dad always used to say to me he was like oh 
I don't know if this is even like a thing, but he's like, oh, Lily, you're always so busy. Like you're going to be like so successful, like not hyping me up, but like really like um, driving into me that like I'm mm, going to like putting yeah. me on a pedestal essentially that I'm going to do all these great things, but I have to do like this business thing and this and here. And then like, like what I am in today, I feel you like feel if I'm sitting on the couch watching TV when like he comes home, I st- as soon as I hear his car come up, I like, quickly like bring yeah. out my laptop or I go do something. I'm like, oh, well, see, I'm still being busy. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So see like those little, little things. Yeah. Like, and that's why it's like, it's so cool to be that like, um, like what's the word? Like that internally dialogue to yourself so that even when I watch my dad and my dad will say to the kids like, oh, like, don't do that. Don't be silly. Otherwise, I'm not going to bring you in. I'll just leave you at home by yourself. Mm. And it's like those little things that you're saying to them is actually creating not trauma, but it's creating emotions and Mm. they're going to attach that. And then later down the track, it's actually going to affect them. Yeah. And like, you may not know what it is because obviously like our subconscious like attaches things without us even knowing. And obviously we do the work later on, but it's like, if you can really see that it'll help you throughout your life. And when you're speaking to people, when you're speaking to your own kids one Mm. day, and it's like, it's such an interesting like concept or like something. Yeah. Because I also like growing up, this is more like not my family, but like I have been, this is kind of a bit like a bit vulnerable, but like I have been known as like the, not that I'm very book smart, but when it comes to common sense, I have been like ingrained into me that I'm not very common sense smart. I'm a bit like off with the fairies. I'm like all blase. So then like, Oh my God, I'm so the opposite. Yeah. Well, so then like the past few years, like that's how I kind of like treat myself. And I don't think that Mm -hmm. I deserve all these things or I'm not good enough because I'm not essentially smart enough or I don't, I'm like not with it enough to do these things. But this has been the year where I feel like I am, on a different level and I have trust in myself now and that I'm like no like they're wrong I am like and as soon as someone says oh like laughs at something I've done it depends what it is like sometimes I still laugh or now I kind of like pull them up on it I'm like hey that's like it's part of my personality but that's not who I am like I am still Mm. can I feel like this podcast has really helped as well like I'm good at public speaking I can like voice how I'm thinking um and all these different things so yeah you've just got to really self-trust do the like internal work and yeah yeah do the deep work it's all it's all within yourself mm. and wow. it doesn't it's not a quick fix no we went we went a little bit off sidetrack there yeah but, a little bit on a tangent yeah. there sorry guys. <laughs> but it worked I really like that um moving on to social anxiety which I feel like is getting more evident especially after COVID when like we're all cooped up all like social media on our phones and like Social anxiety is big now and I feel it on a whole yeah, I feel new level. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like for you between COVID in Melbourne yeah. and then prep. Yes. Like, yeah. And obviously, you know, being restricted of like how much you go out and what you do and yeah. what you eat and all that sort of stuff. It's really restricted you. And it's like, it's the same as like going to the gym. The less you train something, the less you're either going to want to do it yeah. or the less you're going to be good at it. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like if you're used to going out and socializing, it's the norm for you. Yes. And you're probably more uncomfortable staying home alone whereas like we're probably the opposite like we love staying home alone and we don't really go out that much yeah yeah that it's like oh shit like how do I do this how do I socialize yeah that's very true um like even so soon as like lockdown lifted we went out for the first weekend with my like cheer friends and I was like super close with them and I literally had an anxiety attack before and I was crying and I called Jordan he's like what's wrong I'm like I'm so nervous to see my friends 
he was like why mm. he was like you're so close to them and I was like I don't know like I'm I don't know like I don't know how to like communicate with them properly like we don't have anything to talk about because we've all been in lockdown but like as soon as I got there it was so fine you always build it up in your head yeah. more than it is um the biggest oh I was gonna say I was gonna say the biggest tip is to drive but that's like leading into like um anxiety and alcohol around social situations yeah but yeah social anxiety is a big thing and you you just make it up in your head so much more than it is. Mm. I think I, I'm pretty good socially wise because mm. I was taught so much, and like I guess I moved around a lot as a kid, and it, that taught me mm. a lot of what I know and how to be social and how to like connect and communicate with people. So I think okay, like okay, interesting because yeah. sorry, I was gonna say I went to the same school from ELC all the way through to Year Twelve. So I never had to make new friends. Is like ELC essentially, prep? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kindergarten. Like so I so went to kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then, wow. Yeah, yeah, like exact same. And I had the same friends to year 12. And then university, I didn't know anyone going there. I made two friends, but then I moved to online. So like I really mm-hmm. haven't had to make – yeah, that interesting, cool. Yeah, so, so then compare that to me. I lived in Perth, moved to Melbourne, started primary – like kinder primary school. Mm-hmm. And – well, side story, I actually got kicked out of two kindergartens because I used to bite people. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> bite. Yeah, my mum was like, you got kicked out because you bit someone. Yeah. Oh my God. Whoops. Okay. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so I went to like kindergarten prep through Melbourne and Aubrey Wodonga. And then yep. I went to primary school grade one in Wodonga. Then I moved to high, ah, uh, sorry a primary school in Melbourne from grade two to year six. And then mm-hmm. I went through to the same high school from year six to 10, oh, sorry, seven to 10. Yeah. Um, however, within all that, obviously I did acro and acro traveled. We constantly met people interstate, other countries. And then as well, my mum coached like, oh gosh, I could not even count on my fingers how many netball teams she's coached. And I was like pretty much just like a only child with her like after my brother and my sister moved out and I just went everywhere with mum so every new netball club every like new event like I was always there with her so I just like I grew up with her watching her do that and it's like just ingrained in me so me going out and meeting new people doesn't make me feel anxious because of that yeah see again which is like proves the difference has so much of an impact of your life because yeah yeah wow that is crazy. crazy yeah I definitely like because I'm aware of my social anxiety now I am doing my best to like recognize it but then try and dismiss it as much as I can because if I let it consume Mm. me that's when I really don't want to do things the other thing is cancel yeah yeah and cancel (laughs) yes I don't (laughs) make plans with my friends um and I wait for them to make plans with me and this is like something like kind of going off the back of like last week's episode friends is they always say like friendship is a two-sided thing you have to both put in the work and I completely agree with that but my true friends understand this and they know that like I won't be the one to reach out to make an effort um mm. to catch up with them or like to organize let's go to this or let's go see hairspray on the weekend like they will message me being like let's go for a walk let's go do this let's go get dinner and they're like okay cool and I make the plans from that so it's also like mm. having those friends around you who understand how you feel um not 
like kind of dismiss you and be like oh well she just doesn't want to hang out with us because she doesn't like us anymore or like she's just being selfish like they have been really good to me I don't even they know I have social anxiety but they just accept like <laughs> that that's what I'm like and that's, that's who I am yeah yeah so yeah. that really helps as well yeah, yeah I think like moving like more into still social anxiety but then bringing the alcohol concept into it and I think this is huge and I've shared a fair bit on my story recently Mm. about the whole alcohol thing and going out sober and stuff I think I well you're probably the same like going up through cheer and acro like we didn't really get much time to go out because we were so focused however Mm -hmm. coming out of retirement and you know being 18 I was like finally I get to go out and experience and Mm. you know have some fun but from the day dot of drinking like my body was like hell no sister this is like we don't like this and we reject it every single time (laughs) and I've definitely learned the hard way I think my first ever like full like all-nighter I'm not going to go into it but like I ended up in hospital because like my body was just like no like this this doesn't work and so that was literally when I was 18 or 9 no 19 Mm -hmm. um so I definitely learned the hard way but I learned it in a way that I won't let it happen again because I yeah. never want to feel like that again. Yeah, yeah, that is so fair. And I feel like that's where your anxiety comes from as well when it comes to alcohol is you don't want to feel the way you feel when you've gone through a bad experience with it as well. Mm. And I just feel like that, I don't know, like I haven't gone through like a bad experience with alcohol at all. Like obviously there's been nights where I don't remember anything and I drank way too much. <laughs> but um, yeah. I just like my anxiety stems from the next day waking up and I'm like oh my god what did I say what did I do like even if I completely only had a few drinks I'm like oh people Mm -hmm. must hate me like I was like annoying I spoke too much or like I slept in to 11 I'm so unproductive like I could have spent the whole day doing this and that but you've also got to take like the time out to be realized if you had a good night it's okay sometimes to not be this super productive productive person on a Sunday you can be a little bit lazy you can order Uber Eats in bed Mm. because we are productive during the week and we are like doing everything we need to get done and it's okay now and then to feel like that but if it gets like really down to the nitty-gritty and you're feeling like this every weekend and you it just consumes you just drive just drive and I promise you it makes the world a difference and you can have the same amount of fun now I'm thinking about it Initially, I'm like, alcohol anxiety, like, don't really have it because, like, I'm so fine with being sober. But now that you yeah. say that, in terms of my alcohol anxiety, mine would be to – nothing to do with anyone else, just me, but, like, I'm scared to drink. Like, I have anxieties around drinking because of how sick I get. Uh, so yeah. even, like, on yeah. the girls' weekend last week, I they literally had mm. one, two, maybe three cocktails, like, that we made. Mm. And I was like, it's – if I'm going to have a drink, like I'm going to go big because it's not worth it to have one or two. And I know like no matter yeah, how okay. much I drink, whether it's one or 10, like I will feel hungover for minimum a week. And like it sets uh, me back so okay. far. So I have the anxiety around like, I don't know if you call it anxiety, but I just know it's not worth it. And I don't feel good. Yeah. Like I, I'm someone who can still go out and have fun. And I know that. So I think I've just yeah. gotten so used to that. And it's like, why do I even bother to drink when I know I'll have a good time without it? And I'll then wake up feeling fresh the next day. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I don't like, it's not that alcohol agrees with me, but I would way rather get dinner and drinks and I can have a few cocktails and like drive or like get an Uber home and still feel fine the Mm. next day. It's if I start mixing and I have like way too many and doing shots and get carried away, that's when I feel like shit the next day, obviously. But my body takes it 
quite well. I just can't have a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to learn my limits still. And like, it's, yeah. you know, it's a fine line. Like if, if you want to go out and have a few drinks and have fun, then no one's stopping you. It's, it's about yeah. understanding like what, how much you can handle and what certain drinks you can handle. Like maybe you can have tequila, but you can't have vodka. Like you learn that mm-hmm. along the way. And it's like, don't, you don't want to drink to get like, oh, maybe you do, but like, you don't want to drink to get absolutely <laughs> like hammered and left on the side Paralytic, of the road. Like you yeah. just want to have a fun night and like, well, I'm assuming you do, but like mm-hmm. have a night out with the girls or, you know, a double date or like a, a party or whatever. Like it's just about yeah. understanding your body and, and what you can have and what you can't have. And like the length that you're actually willing to go if that makes any sense yeah a hundred percent a lot of my friends know that if there is drinking involved I will drive most of the time now like that's just my decision unless there's like a proper event it's also in Melbourne I live 45 minutes Mm, out of the city so Ubers are like a hundred dollars each way so it's so expensive firstly to go out for a night out so I would prefer to drive and I get so tired that I just want to come home anyways. So I just like really, and because I'm off my piece, obviously I can have like one to two drinks, but a good tip as well is if you're not drinking, have like a Coke zero in your hand, have like a water in in your hand. hand. So you have something in your hand. So it still looks like you're drinking, but you're not like, I don't know. I just find that really helps me as well. So I'm not just standing there awkwardly. Mm. Um, I'm still holding something. I'm going to hit you with my top tricks and tips and tricks for going out sober. First of all, yeah. If you're hanging around people who are forcing you to drink and can't understand why you're not drinking, then you need to get new friends. <laughs> Straight up. Like you need new friends because that's just not on. Yeah. Like if you've chosen yeah. not to drink, they need to respect that. And I've been through that yeah. situation, like more so going through high school. Like if I went out and didn't have a drink, oh, like everyone was like, are you, like, are you serious? Like why aren't you drinking? Mm-hmm. Like are you weak? Yeah. And it's like initially they just start yeah. like throwing these um, things at you. And it's like, no, I just don't want to yeah. drink. Um, yeah. Secondly, would be like if you feel like you can't, like you don't want to drink, but you can't really just turn around and say no and be done with it, mm-hmm. then I would say drive. So you've got that excuse, so to speak. Excuse. So, like, yep, yeah. yeah, I need, I'm actually driving. So I'll drive home or coming up with a plan for the next day, like, oh, I've actually got a, um, I don't know, a meeting in the morning or like I've got a workout or, or I'm going or, for a or run. I'm meeting up with a friend yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. having that something to back you up and be like, hey, I've actually got this tomorrow. This way I can't drink. Or yeah. you just blatantly turn around and say, don't give me the bullshit. I don't want to drink and be done with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because like it doesn't exactly. affect, if I'm not drinking and Lily Them. is, it doesn't affect either one of us, whatever our decision is. No. Like it just, no, it really doesn't matter. And it's like, it just frustrates me so much. Cause I'm like, if someone doesn't want to drink, yeah. let them be. <laughs> I also feel like there is, I can feel like I'm fine drinking around some friends and there's other Mm. friends that gives me a little bit more anxiety. So it's finding those friends that you, if you do want to drink and you do want to have a good night, that you don't feel that like pressure to drink. Like sometimes when you feel the pressure, you don't want to drink even more. But like around Mm. you, let's say, like I feel, we've never actually drank together. So I don't know how I feel about drinking with you. No, yes, yeah, but like we went for cocktails with the girls. Did I even have a cocktail? Yeah, you had one. We both had one. Oh, great. We had one. There we go. Um, so We got sloshed like, together, though. Those, yeah. <laughs> finding those friends that you feel comfortable drinking around and that you're not going to wake up the next day and be like, oh, my God, what did I say to them? Do they hate me? Like, yeah. I could literally say anything to Tori and I know that she wouldn't care. Like, yeah. you know? Literally. So just finding those friends that you feel safe around, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then I guess going into, like, FOMO, like, I used to mm. – oh, I hated this. I was the worst with FOMO. Like – going through mm. like 
when I was training for worlds and it was like I knew like deep down I was like this is my goal so whatever but then you'd see like the snapchats the next day and you're like oh they had so much fun and like you know I'm here but Mm -hmm. I'm like at the end of the day like I'm sure a lot of people wish they're in my position going to worlds and like exactly I can drink later on but then as I've gotten older and not had that commitment it's like I don't know just seeing things on snapchat that's like a trigger not now but it used to be a big trigger because I'd be like Mm. oh like I should have gone or I wish I got invited or you know just those little things that like we make up in our head um but I guess now the more that I've gotten to like that really holistic calm love and night in lifestyle I could not think of anything worse than going to a club (laughs) like and like watching people do shots I'm like no no not for me yeah I do not experience foam and I honestly never really have like obviously there's some nights you miss out on things because you have like two events at once and like you're like oh damn that looks like fun wish I was there but I am the least FOMO person ever like even the girls last weekend going to Byron I feel like it was weird I was having some shower thoughts and I was like (laughs) I should really like be yeah I was like I should be jealous right now I should be like feeling left out I did not see I was I had one feeling like I was even thinking like oh I don't want to like post too much because like Lily should be here and it's like I don't want to be having fun without her. And jealous. it's like, I know she like yeah. wouldn't care and she'd no. want me to have fun, but it's like, I just yes. wanted you there. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. But like, no, I'm not jealous. <laughs> but I didn't like, give a fuck. Obviously, I still had, yeah, I had these thoughts like, oh, that would be so fun. Like, would it be great to like, just get to know the girls a bit better. But at the same time, I was like, uh, I'm really comfy in my bedroom drinking my hot chocolate right now. Yeah. But I feel like that's also where my social anxiety comes in because yeah, I true. would rather be at home in any situation. I'm like, I'm having fun yeah. here. And also like but yeah. what you're doing is for the, you know, the bigger, what's the word? The picture, bigger picture. Yeah. And like, like I have we goals. will have yeah. so many more weekends. So it's just like, exactly. you do have to remind yourself that like a night out can happen any weekend or any day. But like mm-hmm. if you're focusing yeah. on something that maybe not happen again. So like we've got so much time to go out, get drunk and socialize and like, yeah, yeah. like I'm all about making memories, but it's also about, you know, what your, where your priorities lie as well. Yeah, that's very true. Mm. And, like, I do understand where, like, if FOMO comes into play. Like, if you're catching up with your friends later that week and all they talk about is the weekend and you don't know anything that goes on. Like, I completely understand yeah, I how that. you feel left out. And But that's, once again, where really good friends come into play where they, like, keep you up to date or, like, they, like, Tori, well, tried. Her reception was horrible. <laughs> tried to call, like, FaceTime me on the weekend and, like, be like, oh, my God, like, I don't know, just like FaceTime me. So like to try and keep me in the loop, like that's what a good friend should or do. Or I like send you try, a like, voice memo and be like, okay, this happened throughout the weekend. This happened, that happened. So exactly. then you understand. Yeah. Like, so not like there's nothing, stuff yeah, there's me. nothing worse than yeah. like, yeah, like you just said, going and seeing the people that went out and like there's all these inside jokes and they don't care to like oh, fill you in. Like yeah. I cannot stand that. I hate that. Like just be a nice that. person yeah. and either don't talk about it or fill me in. Like yeah. either one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, completely Lead- like, oh yeah. Do you have anything to say? Yeah. I was going to say leading into something completely different yeah, is social media anxiety. And this one is like obviously kind of a new concept as social media grows a lot more. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's something that we all experience in totally different ways, mm. especially depending on how you use your platform. Yeah. So do you experience it at all? Um. I'm just trying to like zoom out and like think about think about it. But I feel oh, the only probably anxiety or 
almost like leads into comparison is more like seeing other people's content and I'm like oh fuck that reel's so good like I just want to be able to create something like that and it's more like the content creation behind it and probably Mm -hmm. like I mentioned um I think it was last episode about the the comparison and like I don't really have like my niche is like lifestyle Lily's is like fitness with a bit of Mm -hmm. mixture but like like mainly fitness and it's like it is not comparing what you want to share to other people and it's like your your page is your page and that's why people come to Mm. it and just like constantly reminding yourself but in terms of yeah that's probably yeah I'd probably say that's my only avenue I feel like I'm quite similar mine's like if I haven't posted in a while I start to get anxiety I'm like oh Mm. should I haven't posted in a while I haven't done this like but I don't have any content it's like horrible weather I don't feel the best at the moment like why is she looking so good? Why is she posting all that content? How is she doing all this? Like I'm not keeping up. That's probably like where our anxiety stems from the most yeah. because we use our social media more as like a quote unquote like influencer platform type situation. Yeah, business. But and it's, yeah. It's like yeah. you're trying to build grow- it and grow it and you know that you need to be consistent. But it's like when yes. you feel like you can't post, you're like, okay, I've got all this content, but I don't feel like – if you're forcing a post, it's just not right. It feels icky. And that was me last mm. week. Like I went through this. I didn't post yeah, for a few days and I was like, I've got all this content, but I genuinely don't know what to say. And then you posted this really long, beautiful caption and then Jackson did it. And I was like, fuck, like I actually can't think. And I'm a really good at typing depth, in-depth messages and like yeah. captions and stuff. But I was like, if it doesn't flow, it doesn't flow. And it just feels icky if I forced it. And then I was on the treadmill at the gym and I was like, oh my gosh and just all of a sudden got this flow of creativity and like just vulnerability and I was like yep type away type away and it just happened and you're not gonna 24 7 feel like that but when you do take advantage of it yeah exactly it's kind of like you you just gotta like narrow in on you especially when it comes to social media and not like use other people as inspiration but not like Mm. really hone in on what like exactly that they're doing um growing up my like social media anxiety was more like who's viewing my stories I honestly would look at every single person Mm. that viewed my stories and be like oh she didn't follow me why is she viewing my stories what is like like, honestly I would be like oh does she follow Geordie does Geordie follow her like that's what I would do um but now I I I actually never thought of this yeah I swear that used to be I don't do that anymore yeah like in high school I don't do that anymore wow (laughs) go pee it was constantly like (laughs) You know, if you're in a relationship, it's like, okay, what girls are following him and what boys are following her? And it's like, that's not yeah. even what it's about. Like, I yeah, don't even know anyone who's like following Jackson or in their D- on his DMs because mm. where our relationship is built on trust. And if that breaks, then that's on him or vice versa, you know? Like, yeah. yes. it's just, it's not what it's about anymore. And obviously you do get caught up in that mm. growing up, but moving on, it's like, yeah. that has nothing to do with it unless it obviously yeah. causes something the- and then that's their fault. Yeah. The other mm. thing that I found was like, was really stressing about the photo that I post and how I looked on it. And this has been like a massive learning curve for me this year. Mm. But I used to be like, make sure that everything was perfect. Like how I looked, I would go back and forth a million times. I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like I still do that now and then. But yeah, I would like, <laughs> <laughs> but I would bl- like, I would blemish out like if I had a pimple mm. on my face or like whiten my teeth or lie in the back. Oh my God. In the background. But all those things. Whereas now, I don't have any Photoshop like editing apps and I can confidently say that I have filters that I put on for coloring, but I wouldn't, if I have a pimple on my face, like I couldn't care less now, which is Mm -hmm. like cool to like see yourself grow through that. 
God, I remember like using that airbrush app and like oh my God. smoothing my skin, yeah. taking all my acne away, making my yeah. teeth white, making my eyes brighter. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, why were we taught this? <laughs> yeah. Why are these even created? Yeah. Like, and also I'm pretty sure you just make yourself look worse. Like, yeah, oh my absolutely. God. Yeah. I just yeah. I chuck on a, you know, make the sky look a bit brighter and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're very fast. Oh, I can't oh, explain how I fast actually, Tori it's... is at posting stuff. Yeah, I don't know why, but I just went through a stage where I was like, I don't give a flying fuck because mm. if I want to post it, I want to post it. And I I look at photos now and like, you know, I take a photo and I'm like, okay, it's not amazing, but I'm happy with it and I'll put it up. Mm. Like I don't, yeah. I really don't second guess it as nowhere near as much as I used to. Yeah. Um, the last like, saw... couple of weeks, Sorry. maybe a little bit, um, yep. just with like bits that I've been going through. But like overall, I really don't care <laughs> yeah I was also like when I saw when I came up to Queensland Tori was on her phone and this is like completely side note but I can't explain to you how fast her fingers move <laughs> I was like just like going through the photos of the day and then she had already I, no I, I don't, can't even put it into words like it's just ridiculous like her going back and forth between photos into the notes into posting into color tone into like I was like, and then to texting Jackson halfway through, then replying back to me and then doing something else and then Snapchatting. I'm like, it was like her fingers were on speed. I was insane. A lot of people insane. say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably so, spend too much anyways. time on her phone and that's the reason for that. But anyway, we move fast and that's a good <laughs> <Moving> thing. on. <laughs> yes. Lovely. All right. Moving. Wow, this has been a lot longer. You were literally like, I don't think we have enough to oh. say. Mate, we're and up to like, an hour, like 55 minutes. And Anyways. we still have too many topics. So moving on to enjoying time yeah. alone. Um, our favorite topic. <laughs> yes, literally. Enjoy your own company. And that is the recipe to your happiness. Honestly, oh, like you've just got to find things that, that make you happy. And that like take yourself out for like date yourself. Take yourself out for breakfast. Go. I don't go to the movies alone because I don't enjoy that. But my boyfriend literally goes to the movies alone. It. Yeah. And I think it would be really cool. Mm. I'm gonna try I just it. have a fear okay wow this is really random but I just have a fear that someone is gonna shoot me in the movies <laughs> one day with the gun <laughs> I don't know why okay, so I'm kind of scared what's the difference between you going with Geordie and not going that someone's gonna shoot because, you I don't know because he can like I don't know okay no time Anyways. for this moving on yep <laughs> yeah so just really finding mm. like happiness within your own comfort is like seriously yeah. helps and so much again yeah. it's something you have to train like it doesn't just come yeah. naturally i'm sh- we all struggle in our own different yeah. ways but like i love my own company yeah and i think that's like where you self-develop and grow the most as well because a lot of people feel the void mm-hmm. or feel what they're feeling with friends because they're so busy and it preoccupies their mind whereas as soon as they're alone they start to overthink all these things but that is the time where you tend to grow the most so i think it is so important to spend time alone yeah and it's funny because it's like you grow up and it's like you never want to be alone and then mm. as soon as you have kids you're like I just need alone time <laughs> I know yeah literally it's crazy yeah crazy yeah what to do if you feel a wave of anxiety coming over you so kind of like I said a little bit early in this episode like I feel waves of anxiety but they're like it's like a roller coaster. Like I don't have them for a week, a month, a day, and then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, what is this? Like I don't mm. feel it building; it just comes on. A few things that help me is like switching off my phone, get my phone out of my face because that stems my anxiety a lot more as well. Mm. Um, 
like just kind of like relaxing and not especially if it, mine comes on a lot at night not in the morning so like my nighttime routine really helps me watching youtube um get like having my hot chocolate something that i did yesterday was a brain dump because i felt really overwhelmed with everything and i was just like oh my god i have so much on i just wrote everything i had to do down like no explanation no like when it has to be done by the time it was literally just everything i had to do and i just like felt like a massive weight lifted off my shoulders and it helped so so much to like get clarity around a few things yeah definitely i think mine i kind of look back on like how what calms me and like my first Mm. one is like being at the beach yeah like I'm like a I'm a water baby I love to ground myself or even like Sarah's day and Kurt used to say this all the time and like I've done it for ages but not until I put concept to it is like taking your shoes off and standing bare feet on the earth yes it yes it generally sends energy through your body not on carpet no not on carpet outside concrete (laughs) grass sand beach whatever it is like yeah. it sends energy through your body and it's like it just grounds you I um, actually like completely agree with that that's why I really love summer because you can really yeah. just spend time that's like literally another one spend time outdoors it helps yeah. so much in the refreshing air yeah go for a walk yeah mine's like walk beach um bare feet journal. and it should be more yeah journal it should be more meditation and breath work and I'm still like gradually building that in like I do mm. love it when I do it I just don't prioritize it as much as I should because I yeah. as much as I know it helps um yeah, definitely and probably like yeah. speaking things I don't like a yeah. lot of people journal in like notes as a as a voice memo but I kind of yeah. just send it to Lily <laughs> yeah <laughs> out loud because I feel like it's different when you're talking to someone yeah you still get no, to I say it out loud agree. and then you get someone's yeah. different perspective and it's slightly yeah. different it's also like sometimes you don't even need them to reply. You just need them to listen. Like you just need it to get it off your chest. And like I can be like bottling all these things up and so stressed. I'm like, oh my God, I have to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I press, press send, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm actually fine. Yeah. Don't worry about replying to that. <laughs> the I'm amount good. of times we've done that and then I get a second voice memo from you and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm actually right. I just said it out loud and it makes sense. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally it helps so much so just like communicate to people around you and open up to those friends that you trust and oh it makes a world of difference Mm. yeah two things you can do one or do the other because we have Mm -hmm. different concepts but your like nighttime or morning routine to help mine's morning and yours is night so do you want to speak on your night routine first yeah my night routine is pretty simple but essentially I actually I'm really enjoying making dinners at the moment and I'm finding like a lot of passion and love for cooking and I'm really enjoying that so I find cooking a whole foods meal um and enjoying that and watching YouTube while I do it. and I know whatever yes. they say you shouldn't like watch something while you do it should be like present in the moment but like whatever I enjoy watching YouTube while I eat my dinner no same and when I- I'm meal prepping and YouTube so yeah. good yeah, and I don't go on my phone actually when I eat dinner, but I will watch like watch something, um, mm. and then I will like have a shower, do all my skincare, and then get into bed like nearly two hours before I have to go to sleep. And that is the yeah. biggest key difference that I find relaxes me the most before I sleep because I'm a very good sleeper. Like I pride myself on that. I find mm. going to sleep really fast. And I don't really wake up during the night at all. I Same. go on my phone like 
not much as soon as I get into bed. I watch YouTube. I have my hot chocolate. That is another thing. My hot yep. chocolate every single night. Or like even just a snack, a tea, some dark chocolate, just something that like you have consistently every night. That has also helped me with like not binge eating as well because after dinner, I'm not like restricting myself being like, oh, I can't have anything now. Like as soon as I eat my dinner, I'm like, okay, in like half an hour, I know I can have my hot chocolate. So that helps me a lot as yeah. well. Um, yep. get into bed, enjoy that, watch YouTube. And then about half an hour before I go to sleep, I switch off my laptop and I go on my phone. I don't, I try my best. And I've actually been a lot better on it, but I don't go onto TikTok because I find that stimulates my mind a lot. Instagram is still fine, like Snapchat. And I go through my photos and just like write out my list that I have to do tomorrow. So I go to sleep with a clear mind. Um, mm. And that really helps me as well. And then I put my phone, oh, this is a big one. Put your phone on do not disturb or focus mode when you go to sleep so you don't hear dings and your phone doesn't light up That's when the worst. I you're don't sleeping. Who does that? Oh, honestly, I don't know either. <laughs> but mm. yeah, there's a few things. I'm not like a massive routines person, but just like putting simple things in place helps me a lot. Yeah, I think in terms right, of what the was your phone, morning? yeah, just on the phone topic, like mm-hmm. I'm not like there's like you just said, there's certain things that stimulate me more than others, but I'm not huge mm-hmm. on like, getting off my phone at night and obviously being long distance is hard as well because you want to talk to them um yep. but opposite in the morning I do not go on my phone mm-hmm. and like the last not yet this morning but two mornings the last two mornings I've been on my phone and I'm like I can tell the difference that's yep. just annoying so I'm like back out of that yep. habit but mine is yep. like as soon as I wake up like don't touch my phone I'll probably get up make my celery juice straight away like I've already spoken mm-hmm. this but we'll repeat it celery juice yep. my cold shower um, and it's like, they're not necessarily things I want to do, but I know how they make me feel and they do help my anxiety throughout the day because I know I've done them and I know that yeah. they're going to make me feel better. So yeah, it would be my celery, my cold shower, skincare, put my hair up, put my active wear on and go for a walk straight away. Cause even though sometimes I'm like the last thing I want to do is walk as soon as I'm outside in the fresh air and I'm halfway through my walk, I'm like, God, this feels so good. And it gives me time to like, mm brainstorm and like write my to-do list for the next few days or you know create routines in my head for the studio and it's like I it's actually quite creative space for me and even this morning I was like halfway through my walk listening to a podcast and I just took my earphones out and I was like this is nice like I just need to be with my thoughts for a second and spent the last 10 minutes of my walk without anything Um, that is and I actually did that because Taylor yeah mentioned it in her masterclass last night she was like yeah. As much as we want to grow and develop in so many areas, we're forcing ourselves to constantly be listening to podcasts or audiobooks or, you know, masterclasses. Yeah. And it's like, but also we need time to just stop and not do any of that. Yeah. That is like something else that triggers my anxiety, especially if I feel anxiety at the gym. I switch all music off, all podcasts off. Yeah. I'll have my headphones on or in, but there'll be nothing playing. And I also go, for, if I'm feeling really overwhelmed, I'll go for walks. And I especially do not put a podcast on. I'll put like Ziggy Albert, so like something like mm, really soft and sure. mellow on or like nothing. Yeah. And that helps a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. Or even yeah, like the white it. noise. Mm, what was the one you yeah, said that time? Was, did you say brown, brown noise? brown noise yeah it's a thing yeah we spoke about it on the weekend Mm -mm. okay it is all right i need to look into it more i'm really interested (laughs) yeah um just kind of like finishing off the episode how to like support your family and friends if they're going through anxiety um and if you also like know what triggers them and you can help them in certain situations like for example like my partner knows that like i'm not exactly like the biggest social butterfly so like how he helps me through that and just like identifying 
things that like trigger people as well. Like I know my sister's anxiety stems from like perfectionism. So I'm not going to, like I'm going to let her be when it comes to that stuff and not validate how she is feeling. Um, And like really, I don't know, you just don't want to like try and stir someone up for how like they're feeling. I don't know if I put that very well. Yeah, Mm, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like, especially if you've been through it, like if I'm, you know, trying to mentor the kids and I can see, you know, little triggers of anxiety coming through, I will try and get them to open up straight away because I know that's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing that helps me. And I will, Mm -hmm. like, I did it twice yesterday and I sat there until they spoke to me because I was like, you just need to speak to me about it so we can fix the problem. And even though it was a tiny issue, but that's where it starts at the age of like, I was, you know, coaching a nine year old. I'm like, no, we're going to, we're going to get through this together and I'm going to be here for Mm -hmm. you. And we're going to navigate our way through this problem Mm -hmm. so that it becomes a habit. And then every time they go through something, they know, okay, if I speak to someone, they'll actually help me get through it. And I don't have to do it by myself. Yes. And the biggest thing a lot as well is when someone asks you like, are you okay? It's okay to say no. And it's okay to say like, like it's like stop saying like I'm fine like open up about how you were feeling and like yes especially girls and boys like we're all the same like we're like oh yes I'm fine nothing's wrong Mm. but like really just like try your best to open up to those people as much as you can and vice versa if you know someone's going through it and they say I'm fine ask questions don't be like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong go about it in a different way and start asking them like okay what did you do today or like why like try and figure out why they're feeling the way that they do rather than hounding them on like why they're not feeling good try and help Mm. them in a nice calm manner yeah i love that yeah Yeah. all right so good i think (laughs) just a moment of silence i think we covered process everything she's a tired girl (laughs) that was a big episode and like we kind of briefly touched on a few we went into detail at the start and then briefly touched the last few points but i hope you guys got a lot out of that as much as we did and we help you navigate your way through all different anxiety and just realize that you're not alone and everyone experiences it in a different way and just because you don't feel like Mm. your problem or your trigger is big doesn't mean that it's not valid and also if we didn't touch on anything don't think like anything that relates to you don't think that yours isn't valid because we didn't touch on it yes like it absolutely is and it's the same thing for everything like we just got to go through the triggers and take things back to when we're younger or just identify where the triggers come from and then work through it as we go Mm -hmm. exactly couldn't agree more quote all right ending off with our quote i said last week so you're up this week okay never trust your fears they don't know your strengths And I just think it's like anxiety comes from a fear point of view. And it's like, so Mm -hmm. they say like depression is in the past, anxiety is in the future. And it's like, yeah, your fears are coming from your anxiety and it's of the future or if it's of a situation or whatever it may be. And it's so true. It's like you can actually get through so much. And if you look at how much you've already overcome, it's it's the same patterns like how we get through it so Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of creating habits and identifying triggers like I've said a million times in this episode but Mm -hmm. that's like that's all we have to do and I know I'm not saying all as if it's easy but if you get on top of it it's gonna become easier as you go through it every time yeah exactly if you take anything from this episode it is to open up and communicate with your friends as much as you can about how you're feeling because both Tori and I agree that that is the biggest biggest thing that has helped us through it all yeah yes all right absolutely thank you so much for listening guys um 
Again, we hope you took something from that episode and we will be in your ears next week. Yes. Have the best week, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've been through. 